0: The Book Exchange in Morgantown, West Virginia, with locations in Evansdale and downtown, is everyone's shopping destination for the largest selection of WVU gear. But that's not all they have. While you're there, pick up some souvenirs, collectibles, textbooks, and the latest Cooper's Rock t-shirts. Check out their merchandise online at bookexchangewv.com. And during the month of June, enjoy 20% off on all West Virginia gear and souvenirs by applying the discount code WV talk at checkout shop local shop the book exchange since 1934. All right, guys, it's another edition of West Virginia talk with James and Jerry. I'm James and I'm Jerry and Jerry. Exciting, exciting episode, big festival returning to Charleston, West Virginia from June 30th to July 4th. It's you gotta regatta the 2022 stern wheel regatta also want to remind everyone happy juneteenth it's also pride month we're celebrating and tuesday it'll be west virginia's 259th birthday there's a lot going on right now yeah june's a busy month it is my anniversary father's day and my birthday is next saturday
1: so we got a lot of stuff going Dude, on Dude, you probably get cheated pretty bad don't you on gifts Nah. having that all at one time no
0: no because my kids are like older and and work okay so i get now more
1: you, now you're better off yeah i get better on. i get
0: better gifts instead of the like homemade ashtray i get you know gear shirts
1: you get the ashtray bought from the store instead of the homemade <laughs> well, one. i don't get ashtrays <laughs> at all
0: so uh there's a lot going on with the 2022 stern wheel regatta we're very excited um It used to be one of the largest festivals east of the Mississippi, but the last one was in 2008. It's coming back with a vengeance. And here to help us find out why it's coming back and to tell us what to expect, it's our special guest. He's on the stern wheel. we are got a commission, but you know him as W-O-W-K CBS Channel 13 meteorologist, Brian Hughes.
2: (laughs) I get it. Thank you very much. Thank you to the audience, all you uh, sitting out there. in the <laughs> Welcome. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> all right. So, Brian, before we get into the stern wheel, let's talk about you for a minute. Mountaineer fans might be a little chapped when they find out where you went to college and what you did when you were there.
2: Well, I uh, am a proud Texas Tech Red Raider. Oh, uh, <laughs> Guns up all the way, baby.
1: My dad would love you. He grew up in Lubbock, Texas.
2: <laughs> well, I, he, he's a Lubbock guy. He knows all about the Red Raiders, backwards, forwards, upside down. He probably enjoyed Spike Dykes back in the day. Right. Uh, and, and so, and Gerald Myers, who was a longtime men's basketball coach, uh, was my athletic director as well, but uh, I was also – the mascot, the cartoon mascot, Raider Red. So I've traveled all across the country representing Texas Tech.
0: The only thing I know really about Lubbock is Buddy Holly, right?
2: Now, that's correct. And actually, uh, Peggy Sue is a good friend of mine. She's still alive. She's <laughs> wonderful. And she was Buddy Holly's original love. That's Her, awesome. He, he was. She was his true love, actually.
0: And you're talking about the actual Peggy Sue.
2: The actual Peggy Sue, yes. That's crazy. Beautiful funny she's feisty that is wonderful
0: well she has to be all those things to have a song written about her that was that popular
2: (laughs) exactly and she was she was the one woman that maria elena holly hated with a dying passion
0: oh man no doubt all right so brian (laughs) let's talk about the Sternwheel regatta it disappeared for a long time Why, why did it go away
2: it was a, a multitude of factors. First of all, you had um, the, what really started to shove the knife, into the knife into the heart of it was a mayor that came along and he heard his constituents uh, that were uh, they were very, uh, a very religious group of folks that said the beer was the downfall of society. And that was the thing that needed to go for the regatta so it could be family friendly. So he stepped in, said no more beer. And the beer vendors took off. Uh, the money dried up. And within a year, they said, we're bringing back beer. And um, he, that, you know, he had already started to shove the knife into the heart of it. They brought beer back, but they said, you all must stay in these cattle cages, essentially, and drink your beer in the cage. Then once you've drank it, you can come out. Uh, the beer people did not like it. They called them, quote unquote, beer gardens, but they were literally like Cattle cages. <laughs> no uh, man. So so that didn't help things. And then you had another mayor that came along and said, "No, we're not going to do that." But you know, the damage had already been done. Housing crisis came along. Economy was in the tank. And so next thing you know, they said, "We're dissolving the whole thing because we can't afford it." The rest of the money for the regatta was put back into the general fund of the city, and everyone moved on. Wow. Sadly,
0: until now.
2: Until now, yes, and in.
0: It's making a comeback this year. Why
2: Why now? We actually were going to do this before COVID started. Imagine. I mean, we all know. I mean, you, when you say, well, about three years ago, we had this uh, awesome idea, and then all of a sudden COVID hit, and it destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were actually already in the plans. And funny thing, we were about to have a press conference. It was like going to be – we were going to announce it. And then the river, we had a big storm. River came up. And it was way too high for us to get stern-wheel boats to the levee oh to make the, have the press conference. So we said we'll back it up about a week, maybe two weeks. We backed it up for a week. We're about to make the announcement, and all of a sudden, this little thing started popping up around the world. This little COVID stuff, and then this, <laughs> the uh, state shut down, and that was this. That's where it all stopped, right mm-hmm. there. Um, and then finally, and, and the mayor, uh, Mayor Amy Goodwin, she had been she had run. Uh, for office and she was asking around what do people want to see to change this community to make it better and she heard uh you know over half the time people say regatta 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 uh she came to to me uh and a friend of mine said hey can you get me stern boats here and i told her i said if you do it we'll bring them here we can do this Mm -hmm. and uh you know so after covid you know or as covid started to let up and such Uh, You know, all this ARPA money, the American Rescue Plan Act, uh, that was available. And so she said, we'll put half a million dollars of that into the regatta as seed money to get it started. And if we can get it started and, you know, I I started doing some research on contractually uh, what we could do with beer money, coke money, uh, you know, people uh, you know sponsoring it. I said, we can do it and we can sustain this for years to come. And that's where we are now.
0: All right, so let's go back to the very beginning. How did yes, how did this thing get started?
2: Uh, there was a uh, a kid who was 13 years old. His name was Nelson Jones. His uh, father was Charlie Jones, and um, it, Charlie was uh, into the coal industry. Uh, he had uh, he had coal, uh, you know, deposits, things, uh, things of that nature. He was a coal baron more than anything, uh, but he also had a, a marine company that transported. All this coal down river and uh, tra- transport down the coal River, tra- transport down the canal River. And he had part of the transport uh, on the Ohio River as well. So they had sternwheel boats. And his son, 13 years old, uh, talked to the mayor and said, Hey, I want to have a race with some sternwheel boats. Is that okay? And, you know, the mayor was finally convinced with a couple of ladies in the office and he said, Okay, I'll let you do it. So they raced a few sternwheel boats that year, 1971. And then after that, it got a little bigger and a little bigger. Next thing you know, it became a party, and then it became a really big party. When the Beach Boys came in, wow. you had you uh, you know, you had uh, the Miami Sound Machine, you know, nice. with Gloria Estefan, you had Reba McIntyre, you had Willie Nelson, you had Ray Charles, you had so many big-name groups that were here. And, you know, you would have, over the course of what became a 10-day festival, you know— two three hundred thousand people to downtown Charleston. And once it you know, once it became that big monster, it, it was it was huge. It was huge. I mean, a 10 day festival? Are you kidding me? I figure if you were re- at least
0: within 20 feet of Willie Nelson's bus, it'd be even more fun.
2: Oh, listen, you're you would be high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> well this was basically
1: people don't realize this was the Mardi Gras of the East Coast.
2: It was. It was the largest inland marine festival in the u.s largest inland marine festival in the u.s that is insane it was even bigger than tall stacks uh, down in cincinnati where they paid big tributes to the steam uh, river boats and such and so when you think about little old charleston west virginia having the biggest inland marine festival uh, you, you know you you don't you, it's just hard to comprehend and what we're you know what we're going to do this year is we're going to have the largest festival in the state of West Virginia the most attended festival in the state of West Virginia, the largest collection of uh, of food trucks in the state. It's all going to happen over a five-day period coming up here shortly.
0: I'm already walking to the car. (laughs) When when you mention food trucks, that's my draw. I mean, aside from the music, the music is huge. And speaking of boats, um, you have a special connection to one stern wheel in particular, and we'll talk about that at the end of this podcast. Let's talk about the music what a great lineup now this thing runs from June 30th which is a Thursday to July 4th a Monday and it seems like there's a theme here you have different genres for each day of the festival
2: Well we wanted to make sure that uh, that we we were as inclusive as we could be we wanted to have a wide variety of music from uh, from you know an age uh, age category. Uh, to a style of music so we thought okay we wanted we knew we wanted to have a craft beer festival sort of a festival within a festival uh and so it's the wheelwashed Crafts craft beer festival on thursday june 30th and we thought okay what music goes best with uh you know a craft beer festival what meshes with it what fits that type of crowd so we started to look for some rock, alternative rock, uh, things along those, uh, along those lines. And we explored many artists, but then uh, it just so happened Everclear was, go to, was going to start their 30th anniversary tour. They hadn't even announced it yet. And uh, we caught wind of that. We talked to their agency, talked to their team, and, uh, and they said, yeah, they said, if you can just hold off on announcing it. So we signed contracts and that brought in with their tour uh, you have the Nixon's and fastball opening for them.
0: Love fastball. So,
2: yeah. Oh, the way I love that song. Yes, I remember that. I remember that summer of nineteen ninety. Was it 97, 98 somewhere? I think that's when it was in its heyday.
0: I definitely so, remember it ninety nine because that was the first year I worked where i work and it was on the radio every day times. several times a day <laughs> so that, that and smash mouth yeah it was it was fastball yes. and smash yeah. mouth but ever clear even if you don't like that genre of music you have heard an ever clear song guaranteed oh
2: yes you have it, it they, they were they were incredibly popular uh you know they and and you heard them you heard them in just the oddest places you'd hear them. And so at some point, you'd hear him in a mall, walking down through the air with some adult contemporary music. You'd hear it uh, at a at a at a football stadium, a baseball, you know, just different oddball places. But you've heard a uh, uh, an Everclear song, no matter where you've been.
0: Right, and it's not very difficult for them to put together a concert with all these songs that you like. They're not one-hit wonders now. Like if you went to a Don McLean concert, they're there to hear American Pie, but what else does he sing? Everclear's right. Everclear's <laughs> not like that.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. We wanted to make sure that we had you know somebody who could who could, you know carry a concert for an hour, hour and a half, and that's what they're going to be able to do.
0: Now that was Thursday night, Friday night. You're going to have some Motown there, but there's been a change. Originally, it was, was changed. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be the Four Tops and the Temptations. Disclaimer. The Temptations are my all-time favorite music group, and now I'm a little sad. So what, what was the change?
2: Uh, you know, we, we can be honest here. They signed a contract with us. Uh, yeah, 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 the four Tops are going to open. Temptations are going close to close the night out. And I, the Temptations uh, had a concert cancel on them before us. And they said, oh, we can't make it to Charleston uh, because we needed that concert to help get us to Charleston. <laughs> and in a roundabout way they said they're broke. Wow. Um, and I, that's that is, you know, that's just the way things happen. They tried to shake us down for more money and we said no. And a lot more money. And we were already paying them a lot. Were they so Were, were, were,
0: were those your exact words? No
2: um there were many other words <laughs> that were that were used in our conversations <laughs> i i explained to him that i was from the country and this is uh this is how things work in the country and this is not how they work here uh they're not going to let us you know take us and rake us over the coals right and so um i used some very uh glamorous words glamorous conversation. so what What you're
1: saying is the city of charleston wasn't going to pay them a salary just to come perform and then pay an additional salary to send them to their next venue
2: that is correct okay I, and mind you i actually i actually did uh in our discussions i offered concessions to right. help facilitate it's not like we just said no plane tickets uh, too but, right yeah, I, I said, listen, guys, I'll pay for this and this and this. And they just wanted cash. And I said, well, that, that equates to a shakedown. We're not moving. We're not doing that.
1: Right. So, and uh, you
2: know, I, I feel bad for everybody who wanted to hear the Temptations. Uh, listen, I'll sing My Girl if I have to for you uh, so we can just kind of clear that up.
1: I'm ready. Are you doing that at and the then, Battle of the Bands?
2: Uh, yes. Because I will show <laughs> up to the Battle of the
1: Bands for that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but even though the Temptations aren't coming now, who replaced them?
2: Uh, we are now going to go with the Spinners, the Detroit Motown sound. That is awesome. And, you know, and, and the thing is, uh, a lot of folks might not know the Spinners or know their songs. You couldn't probably tell me one of their songs if I had to. You know, if it's if it's Quitting Time, and I put a gun to your head, and you go, uh, you know, you're not going to know it. But once you hear this, hear the songs, you're going to go, oh. That's right. Who knew that was the spinners?
0: Right. Exactly. There's a couple groups out of Motown. You hear the song, and you're like, oh, I love this song. You're like, who sings it? Uh, yeah, right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I like Motown. But, you know, I, I, I'm more of a Sound of Philly fan. Love the Sound of Philly, the Delphonics, mm-hmm. the Stylistics. Love that, love that city uh, sound. But the spinners and the four tops, they're legendary groups, so... Friday night's going to be, be great show. pretty yeah.
2: exciting. It really is.
1: Then Saturday, they kind of got, I don't know, I, I guess somebody that might be recognized from the country music world. Kind of? Yeah, kinda. just kind of. Just kind of recognized. And th- that's Martina McBride.
2: Uh, listen, one of the top two redheads in country music. I, yeah, I, we know I, the cons- other one. I consider her the top. I, I mean, I just absolutely <laughs> love her to death. Well, and she and Reba sang together. Uh, they sang uh, on my own. Uh-huh. Uh, you know that that was it. That was actually a, a quartet. But uh, but anyways, yeah. So Martina McBride is going to be in here, uh, and I'm doing my best to make sure that Independence Day is the last song that is played. She walks off, smiling, waving, and then the fireworks blow up after that.
0: Great. I hope you hired someone reliable to light those fireworks.
2: Uh, we've got Larry from Nitro. Uh, he's the guy who uh, smokes. Uh, in between, uh, setting each one of them off.
0: <laughs> hey, if he comes from a town called Nitro, he's
1: got to be reliable.
2: Uh, well, I, listen, he's got only three fingers on his right hand. You know he's good. <laughs> but he's still
1: alive. He's hey, using he, that yeah. cigarette to light each firework. <laughs> 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 still alive. Exactly.
2: Just so you know, if there is a break in between fireworks, just know, you just know he had to get a good drag going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be out of luck if he started vaping.
2: You know what I mean? No, I saw the Marlboro Reds in his pocket. He's good. Good deal. (laughs) Good deal. Yeah, you know, people
0: think like me that if I'm West Virginia resident, that I have to like country music. I don't. It's like one of two genres that I do not listen to. But even if you don't like country music,
1: it's you know it's still Martina McBride. Sure. I mean, you don't even need fireworks after that. That's great that they're coming. But that's a firework in itself well, on the mean, stage. Well, what I'm saying
0: is, is, even though I don't listen to that genre, of course I know who that is. Right. Of course I know.
2: So and Listen, and, and not only that, I'll say this. During her show, by the way, she's going to perform a hell of a set. I mean, we're looking at an hour and a half performance out of her. Wow. So you're getting your you're getting your money's worth on your ticket on that one. Uh, uh, guaranteed. Oh yeah, that's right. By the way, the tickets are free, just so we're clear. Uh, there is no ticket needed
0: wow i mean that's the best kind of concert right there
2: oh you betcha and and listen we also have a big surprise that's going to happen uh we've been working on it for uh for a little over a month a big surprise going to happen during her concert and she's going to help us surprise a big bunch of folks and it's going to be some really cool stuff
0: now you can't tell us while we're recording this maybe you can tell us when we're done
2: Yeah, I can tell you when we're done, but, uh, yeah, it it would spoil the surprise. We'll we'll sign (laughs) a gag order. Yeah, we're
0: going to sign the (laughs) gag order for that because I'm really, really curious. So now let's switch gears up. Sunday, you have a Sunday brunch, and then you have a Sunday night. So Sunday brunch, Landau, Eugene Murphy Jr., and Bob Thompson. Now, who are these two?
2: Uh, Bob Thompson is, is really a local legend. Uh, you know, he's uh, he is he's one of those guys that when he hits the stage, plays it, it plays his music, you just you sit back and you go, now, that's some good stuff right there. Uh, it, it's it's not it, it's, it's a little bit of soul, a little bit of country mixed together. He just got an incredible sound to him. But right. he's a local legend. And there's something that's going to happen special on stage during that uh, during that uh, concert as well that he does not know about, but we're gonna we got a surprise for him. Awesome, uh, landed that uh, Eugene Murphy. Yes, uh, was the winner of uh, uh,
0: America's uh, Got America's Talent. Got
2: Talent. Yes. Yep. Uh, and and everybody loves him uh, around the region. He's a crooner. Sure, you can hear him a number of times. But you know what? He hasn't done a brunch concert anywhere around here. Mm-hmm. So we decided why not Sunday morning go for a little brunch and uh, you can drink on the boulevard, have some breakfast style food and just enjoy the morning.
0: That would be like a mimosa concert.
2: Uh, yes, that is correct, and, and we will have uh, things ready to go if you need a mimosa.
0: Awesome, awesome. Sunday night. Now this, <laughs> and I'm not going to bring up what you and I talked about earlier this week. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> what you said, but we're not going to discuss that. Sunday night, you're going to switch things up, and you're going to have the 70s, 80s kind of thing.
2: Oh, it's going to be great. First of all, the opening band is Hair Supply, H-A-I-R, Hair Supply. Right. Uh, and, and, they're, and they're going to rock your world, some wild, fun outfits, everything else. But then what everybody really wants to hear is uh, is a, a, a man that the ladies absolutely love. They loved him on TV, and they have loved him with the 40-year anniversary of his album, and uh, working class dog, and that is our very own Rick Springfield.
0: Crazy! Which it's awesome. hard to believe 1982 was 40 years ago.
2: <laughs> I know, oh I know. Working class dog, an incredible album, and people don't even realize how many hits he actually had. He's one of those guys you know him for Jesse's girl, right? He's got a number of other songs that were in the top ten in I'm the sure. top forty.
0: Don't yeah. talk to strangers. Yeah, that's don't a huge talk
2: one. Strangers.
0: See, now he was yeah. going to sing. Yeah. My girl. (laughs) We're
2: going to hold
1: you to that one.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, you're not
1: going to stop that, though, are you? Him singing My Girl? Uh, (laughs) No. uh,
2: No. Uh, Yeah, I I, I got Don't Talk to Strangers, then. Only because I've heard the commercial that we're running 500 times, so it's easy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So that's Sunday's lineup, and then Monday, we're going to end, and this is Monday night, with the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra.
2: It's, you know what, and that's a, that's a tradition in Charleston with the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra playing on the stage at Haddad Riverfront Park right there at the water. Uh, and uh, we've got fireworks not just Saturday night, but we also have them on Monday night as well. And we've got some special, uh, special effects that are going to happen uh, during both of those fireworks shows. So we're, we're really excited to, to round it all out there on Monday, put this one in the books, and then, you know, we've already been planning for next year as well.
0: Awesome. The Book Exchange in Morgantown may be a small, family-ran business, but it's the state's largest retailer of Mountaineer gear. Downtown and in Evansdale and online at bookexchangewv.com. Souvenirs, collectibles, textbooks, and Cooper's Rock t-shirts. Enjoy 20% off in June on all gear and souvenirs by applying the discount code WVTALK at checkout. Shop local. Shop the Book Exchange since 1934. So, like, you know, the 4th of July, it, it's a day that it's, like, the the highest in patriotism across the country.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And, and, you know, the genre of music that does that patriotism kind of justice is when you hear an orchestra do the songs from the old days,
2: you know? Yeah, you know, as much as you want to hear Lee Greenwood sing God Bless the uh, USA, you no. know? You 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 don't get the same effect as you do when you hear the orchestra. Dun, 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 dun. You know, that. Yeah. And the chills. Bum, bum, that's what really gets you going. Yeah. And that's, that's when you want to see those fireworks blowing up in the sky at that, that point.
0: That song is uh, Stars and Stripes Forever. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, y- you uh, know. That's
2: where your hair stands up on your arm.
0: Yeah. And. It's it's so it's like a thousand times better when you're in their presence while they're playing that versus hearing it on the radio. You know, uh, a couple years ago I was in New York City and I went to Phantom of the Opera and I was as far away from the orchestral pit that I could be. I was in the very last row in the corner, and it still went through your body. It was like a full body experience.
2: It, it you know it's it's that same way when you're there at uh, you know. When you're there at the arena watching the Mountaineers and you're in the top last row and that gun fires off that musket, you know, that <laughs> it's you get you get the feeling all across the place. And that's and that's what it's like when you are listen to these orchestras.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Brian, if, if you had j- even the slightest little bit of uh, putting this music lineup together, you've done one hell of a job.
2: Well, and this is just year one. And, and, and I, say, I say that because it's not that this is a bad lineup. This is an incredible lineup for, you, for year one. And, and it's, it's not that we're going to next year slow it down a little bit. No, we, we're going to stay at the same pace. We're going we're gonna to keep things going. And, and the one thing we want people to understand is this regatta, the team that, the team that I've got that we're working together with, uh, myself, uh, Jane Bosick, Josh Godz, uh, Missy Skeevit, that's a four core of us, mm-hmm. and then the mayor and, and 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 everyone else. You know, we're not going to stop. We've got multi-year contracts signed with uh, sponsors, so that we can keep this thing going. Right. And it's only going to get bigger. Now, it's not going to be the ten days that it was before, but still, you know, we're we're looking at other smaller events during the year. Something that can extend the life of this beyond just one event during the summertime months, but it's it's gonna be here to stay for a long time.
0: Gotcha. Well, real quick, let's run down some of these other events. You have Battle of the Bands Friday at one, the Firecracker five yes. K. It's gonna be Saturday at eight AM, the motorcycle show Saturday at ten A. M. And then uh Saturday eleven you have the all fired up youth barbecue challenge that's presented by Capital Market. And hey, you know,
2: that's awesome. It's <laughs> that's going to be really fine. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I, I would love to go around and just sample what they're cooking.
1: I, I want to know how y'all came up with a wiener dog race. Yes.
2: The wiener dog race used to be a part of the regatta years ago. And there was a wiener dog parade and a wiener dog costume parade. And then there was the wiener dog races. Uh, listen, we've got over 70 wiener dogs lined up for the races. Holy crap.
1: How many? How many? 70. <laughs> oh god! And, and these are wieners of all sizes, right?
2: Yes, yes. So, so we have the baby wiener category. We have the long wiener category. We have the short haired wiener category. Uh, we've got big wieners. Uh, and I don't know if that's a category or not, but I think we're going to have them.
0: So, How about stumpy ones?
2: <laughs> well, hey, short, fat uh, wiener races, we'll have those too. So, you know, we can have them all. <laughs> hey, all wieners are welcome. And I do have another question. What is a
1: funeral parade?
0: Yes.
2: Uh, the funeral parade, if you've ever been to New Orleans and yep. been to a funeral parade and you've seen a, a parade that just randomly goes by in the middle of the middle of the day, usually it's a funeral parade. Uh, it, it, You know, you celebrate the dead. And uh, and so there is a funeral parade that happens every year and it walks up Capitol Street. And so the funeral parade was hugely popular then. And it has been one of the top requests of regatta coming back is the funeral parade.
0: I would love to see that and be there because they get decked out for that.
2: Oh, they do. I was a Grand Marshal uh, uh, before, and I mean, listen, there's sequins, there's beads, there's beads that are thrown, you bedazzle everything you possibly can. Yes. I mean, it is it is a show with the uh, River Rats band that plays walking up Capitol Street, and beads are being thrown everywhere. It's a good time.
0: Awesome. And how about this? Sunday at 1, sternwheel boat races.
2: The fastest, slowest race you've ever seen.
0: (laughs) Now, how many sternwheels are signed up for this?
2: Well, we have about 30 sternwheel boats that will be uh, there in Charleston. Now, uh, some of them, uh, the majority of them will race. There might be three or four that either can't because, well, for instance, like me, my my sternwheel boat, uh, you know, the transmission is still hanging behind the engine and we got the engine apart. We're going to fix it in the next week and a half, but some of the boats might be a little, uh, crippled, uh, or maybe can't race too well cause they get too hot. Cause you know, these are works in progress always, right? You know, they say boats bet on another thousand. That's usually what happens. So, uh, but, but the several boat races are really awesome. We start with the smallest boats first. They'll come by, then we slowly build the heats up to larger boats, faster boats, and the final boats are the big ones that can go really fast and throw a, a hell of a wake. and what we call rollers behind them, which are literally just little, uh, essentially waves behind them. You'll see a hundred waves behind them that just follow the boats all the way downriver. But uh, it's going to be incredible. Matter of fact, we have to get all of the boats that are on the docks around, uh, around downtown to come off the docks, because if not, we will destroy those boats. They'll crash into each other with the, with the wakes that we put out.
1: Now, are any of these stern wheels, are any of them steam-powered, or are they all diesels?
2: Uh, every one of them are diesel. Um, the, there, are, there are very few steam-powered uh, uh, boats left anymore that are passenger-carrying. Uh, the majority of those, the number of them, are really down in the New Orleans area with the Natchez. Uh, the Natchez, the Natchez beautiful boat, friend of mine owns it. And, uh, you know, it's got the steam calliope on top. I played that calliope. It's incredible, but, uh, but yeah, there are no steam powered boats up here, but they're all diesel.
0: Okay. So some other things over the uh, five day event, you have kid zones set up with all the kid events. Um, you have the, uh, three on three tournaments, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Regatta movie night will be on Friday night. What, what's going to be shown?
2: I oh, I cannot remember what movie. I, out of all the things I do know about this thing, I can't remember what that one is. Okay. Uh, but it's down at Magic Island. It's for the kids. Uh, and, and down at Magic Island, the uh, the health plans, uh, kids zone down at Magic Island. Down there on the end of the island, uh, we're going to have puppies that kids can adopt or that families can adopt. They can bring puppies to watch the movie with them from the canaan uh, Charles City main Association. Well, have popcorn, the whole nine yards. It's, it's a really good time down there.
0: So it could be Lady and the Tramp.
2: Uh, it should be more appropriately. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, and uh, with a little flair of the Italian festival, wouldn't it wouldn't be nice to have that meatballs, Lady and the Tramp, and dogs you can adopt.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the Italian Heritage Festival, it'll be the first weekend in September. The first weekend September. The first weekend in September used to be reserved for the sternwheel regatta,
2: right? That is correct, and the only reason that we really couldn't do it this year uh, was really because of scheduling, uh, and and that was because well the sternwheel boat owners we heard about this little uh, this little thing happening in Pittsburgh. What's that? Uh, what is that thing? Um, oh, the rivalry that returns with yes. Pitt and
0: WPI. Yeah. Backyard
2: so, brawl. Yeah. Yeah. So the, with the brawl being back, we had already planned over a year ahead of time. That the will, that a number of sternwell boats would show up to that game. Uh huh. So because of the backyard brawl, we couldn't schedule the Charleston sternwell regatta on Labor Day weekend. But uh, that doesn't mean that we can't move it to that next year.
0: Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then rounding out the events, you're going to have the fan favorite carnival for all five days of the regatta.
2: This this carnival is stupid huge. Matter of fact, the um, the carnival uh, the carnival owner contacted us the other day and said, "Hey, I'm going to be swinging by town in the next day or two. Uh, let's talk." So we talked to him. He said, "I just bought four new huge rides. I need to make room for them. Can we?" And we said, "Come on downtown. Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we it's going to be huge. It takes up almost four blocks.
0: So this is so. just a city wide thing.
2: It is, uh, and, and you've got uh, City Center, it's like Plaza, which is in literally the center of town. You've got Capital Market that's down uh, on the north side of the downtown area. Plus Canal Boulevard going to be absolutely huge. Over a mile and a half of Canal Boulevard along the river is shut down. You, it, that's um, you know that carnival is just going to be absolutely epic. Everybody wanted the carnival to come back when well, they heard it was. I mean, that was actually our most shared post on Facebook, if you can. Uh, imagine that but the total amount of people that the charleston commission and visitors bureau projected is a quarter million people coming into downtown charleston over those five days a quarter million
0: yeah charleston's going to double their size every single day of the regatta
2: oh it it, we will it's going to be stupid and it's going to be awesome but it's going to be stupid that this is going to be happening Uh, but the but the money the return on investment the roi uh, is, you know, $10 million in mm. and, and economic impact. And that's uh, that's a bare minimum number. I mean, we were very uh, conservative on projecting these numbers because we didn't want to get too crazy. Go, oh, man, we're going to do $20 Now No, <laughs> we wanted to make sure we were within our means. Right. But that's huge. And that just doesn't mean, and that's for downtown Charleston. That doesn't mean Kanawha County, Putnam County, uh, the surrounding communities with, hotels and restaurants full i mean this this is just this is such a huge event for this area
1: so with this thing coming up and we always know charleston is fairly congested what is the plans for people getting around are y'all shuttling people to different areas of the town and do y'all have like parking zones set up that people might be able to kind of look in advance at a map and figure out where they need to be
2: well, our uh, traffic and parking department at the city of Charleston, we've actually, as we started this back in February, we had a meeting with them and we had a, and, and following, the, and there, that was the one thing we had to get solved first. And then we had city services and streets and so many meetings, planning meetings have gone into this. But uh, we're going to release a map that shows where all of the city parking is, where all the private parking is, that, that they have places available. And then we're also going to work with KRT, which is the Canal Rapid Transit System, all the buses around town. We're going to have off-site parking, uh, down at which will be the big uh, plaza, the Patrick Street Plaza area uh, that has big lots. We're going to use that for overflow parking. And you can jump right on the KRT bus. And it'll take you to three stops downtown, and it just keeps making that loop all day long. Uh, and one of the other spots would be by Ladley Field where they play football right over there by the Capitol. Mm-hmm. so on each side of town there's a spot a spot that you can park and then which is, the great part about it is you jump on a bus come downtown you back on the bus go back to your place and guess what you're so far out from town, out from the, the downtown area you immediately get on the interstate the highway boom you're out right
1: good good good
0: and and plus it draws in a lot of people for Charleston's other attractions yes well so it's just it's good for the city overall
2: this uh, we're gonna have such a and a a big impact on on people and businesses and just events as a whole you know people these nonprofits getting their messages out you know we're we're going to see the true impact really over the next six months Mm -hmm. it'll be the economic impact immediately but then it, it, it it's essentially a spirit lifting event because we've seen so much, uh, you know, uh, everything going downhill, the collapse of the economy. And even though our economy is in, it's in the tank at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the one thing that helps our festival is guess what? You don't have to go take that vacation to the beach and and, uh, you know, unload uh, your entire savings account on gas. Right. Uh, you, you, you have inflation plays. Uh, it plays great into our hands because you have a staycation home. You have so many great concerts that are free. You have so many events that you can partake in that are free. Yeah, do you have to buy your beer? Do you have to buy some of the food downtown and maybe a a ticket to the carnival? Yeah, but you know what? That money that you're buying for each one of those things goes back into the pot so we can do this again next year and have These events go on annually, every single year, from now till whenever I'm dead. Hopefully.
0: (laughs) Speaking of the concerts, I think Park Park's such a great venue. You know, you have the stage, and then right behind it's the river and all the stern wheels. Uh, How many people can can that accommodate?
2: Well, that's I, I will say this: we looked at so many options for that venue to make this happen. We were prepared to build out the stage down there. Unfortunately, that venue is for the typical Live on the Levy Saturday, Friday, Saturday concert. Mm. It's not for something that we need that takes much, lever, much higher levels of production. Matter of fact, many artists, national artists would not even appear on that stage because it can't accommodate their equipment, oh. lights, all that kind of good stuff. So, We are going to use that for for Monday for the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra. Mm -hmm. It is going to be used during all those concerts, but it's going to be used. We've got a big jumbotron that's going to sit down there on the stage. And if you don't want to be up on the boulevard where the stage is going to happen, you can sit in that amphitheater there and watch it all in the jumbotron. Still be down there to experience the fun of it all uh, because we've got jumbotrons all over the place. And then, uh, but if you but the uh, concert is going back up on the boulevard, right in front of the Union Building, the stage will face west. So when you're watching the concert, the uh, sun's not going to be in your eyes. I've paid Martina McBride enough money that she can stare into the sun.
0: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so your back will be to South Charleston, right? That is correct. Okay, which I never understood. Shouldn't it be West Charleston?
2: I've always thought that too. Uh, I mean, technically it is South, but, you know, it is what it is. I wasn't here back in the old days to make those decisions. Yeah. I would have made a better decision.
0: Yeah, you'd figure South Charleston would be Rand or Bell.
2: Exactly. Right? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> All right. So,
0: Brian, before we wrap things up, I, I mentioned earlier that you had a special connection to one certain stern wheel, and the name of it's the KDH. So not only do you own this and you operate it, you also what?
2: I also live on my, my boat full-time.
0: That is awesome. So I mean, it's a big boat. <laughs> By the way, folks, you can check out the KDH on Facebook. KDH has its own Facebook page.
2: You know, uh, she's such a pretty lady, she needs something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I mean, she's,
2: she's big. She's really big. Who's more popular?
1: Do you, Does she have more followers or do you? Um, I do at the moment, but
2: if, <laughs> after this is all said and done, that might change. <laughs> so <laughs> I, Really, I should have this. Really, it, it's it's my dog uh, and the boat that are more popular, truly, than I am. Right. So, uh, but, but yeah, I, I live on a full-time. That boat is 85 feet long. It's uh, about 17 feet wide. Uh, it weighs about 60 tons, and has a has a uh, Detroit a 671 Detroit diesel engine in it, along with a twin disc uh, uh, transmission that we're putting in right now. And uh, it is the second largest uh, wheel on the Canal River, and her uh, top speed at the moment is about seven miles per hour. Cruising speed is about six and a half, but we expect to increase that with the new transmission
0: awesome wow. hey that's okay you don't have to go fast on the stern wheel you have more time to take in all the surroundings
2: if there's one thing that i i wish i could do for everybody in this region is put them on is put them on a stern wheel boat and let them enjoy the river going by at that speed because you you're able to take in the scenery you're able to enjoy, uh, you know, what uh, just all of, all of what life's about. I mean, you go by, you'd be amazed at the amount of uh, bald eagle's nests that we go by on the Ohio River. And man, it's just fun to watch them soar all through the area, the wildlife. Just life on a boat that slow is incredible.
0: Awesome. Well, I'll tell you, Brian, we appreciate you so much taking your time to uh, speak with us and uh, getting through some. you know some some problems (laughs) which happens (laughs) but uh you know i think you've done one hell of a job with the sternwheel regatta and hey check out his facebook page brian hughes it's brian with a y and once again he's meteorologist of w o w k channel 13 cbs in charleston thank you so much for joining us
2: yes thank you very much gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure and just a reminder you got a regatta. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Hopefully, we'll
1: run into you down there. Let's
2: absolutely. P- if
0: you want the best selection of Mountaineer clothing and West Virginia collectibles, look to the Book Exchange in Evansdale and downtown Morgantown. You can also shop their vast inventory online at BookExchangeWV.com, souvenirs, collectibles, textbooks, and Cooper's Rock t shirts. Enjoy 20% off in the month of June on all gear and souvenirs by applying the discount code WV talk at checkout shop local shop, the book exchange since 1934. So we want to thank Brian again for, uh, uh, being so forthcoming with the events and, and some of the behind the scenes kind of thing, you know, that people aren't aware of really, really candid. And, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of questions when it comes to putting something like this together. How much does it cost? How much does this band want? Now, I didn't bring that up. He told me last week how much the Temptations want, and I'm like, that is crazy what they got paid and what additionally they wanted. It's right. ridiculous. So, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, eye-opening things that you, you really don't think about until you sit down and you're like, well, how much does that cost? Right.
1: Well and, and even not even talking about like what it costs for them, what a great event that once again a West Virginia City is putting out where it's free to go to those concerts. In a time it's nuts. In, in a time in which inflation's at an all time high, people can are struggling with finances. Usually these concerts are a hundred something dollars a ticket. This is an opportunity to go for free and take your kids to see somebody big.
0: Yeah, like the biggest name and arguably the biggest name in country right now is Chris Stapleton, and I saw how much ticket prices are for Chris Stapleton at the Charleston Civic Center next month. I could not afford that. Right. You know, I've been to places before where I had to pay to get in to see a cover band, (laughs) and folks, these aren't cover bands; they're the real thing. So, just like Brian said. Don't worry about going to the beach. Go down there. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the music. Enjoy Charleston. Enjoy the state of West Virginia because you're going to have to go through the state to get there. It's right in the middle. And uh, I, I can't say enough about how excited I am that this is coming back because although I'm not going this year, we're not going this year. Uh it's it's back again cuz like I said earlier it's the first time since 08 they've had it. So right. it's it's great to see them bring it back. We'd also like to thank the book exchange in Morgantown once again 20% off the entire month of June on gear, gifts and collectibles. Take advantage of it while you can.
1: Yeah cuz time's running out very quickly. Yep.
0: So uh, uh also again check out on YouTube if you're a Mountaineer fan check out Gold and Blue Dude. Check out his YouTube page. He's good. It, I listen to, I watch his his uploads yep. every day. You know, I get the reminders. Check him out if you're a Mountaineer fan or just a sports fan in general, because a lot of it has to do with the different conferences in college football. So he talks about all of them. Really high on South Carolina this year. So check him out. Once again, Gold and Blue Dude. There you go. All right. So once again, you know, we're downloaded in Frankfurt, Germany and uh, New Zealand. Uh, Please email us. We'd love to know why, because we know that you guys are downloading us habitually. So please email us and tell us why. And and even if you're not, if you're a first time listener, you like the show, you have comments or suggestions, please email us at West Virginia Talk at Yahoo.com. So that's going to do it for us. I'm James. And I'm Jerry. And you've been listening to West Virginia Talk, the 2022 Stern Wheel Regatta. You gotta Regatta from the West Virginia talk, a J and J production.